Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 212. Today's episode is another installment in our series, Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for Westnoth video game, 30-some years after the Eastern Invasion mainline campaign. It is played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system, with occasional references to the Mythic Game Master emulator's event meaning tables for inspiration. Stick around after the episode for some GM notes if you're interested. For the story up to this point, visit our website, diceystories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. Now, this next part we're going to do is just going to focus on Trick and Hepa here. Okay. You are traveling together still dealing with stuff in the forest, is now day six. Okay, is this a new encounter? You get to roll the ended encounter, so roll Recover String. And I can use my second one that I was saving this time. Are we still at the lowered strain? This you guys a... are now at your regular strain thresholds. Okay. You slept overnight now. You guys had Ooh, four advantages close. on your overall encounter thing. Everybody was able to get sleep. There's shifts and everything like that. So you're back to your regular thresholds. You've rolled to recover your strain, so you may not... What is your strain level? I'm, I got zero. Yeah. Feel refreshed. So, narratively speaking, you're still traveling through the forest, you're still monitoring and harrying the enemy and things like that, but what you guys come across is disturbed forest animals. So, like, they're terrified of the undead, they've been riled out of their homes, a pack of wolves comes at you guys. Okay. You can certainly handle this in a combat way if you want to, or you can try other approaches like trying to actually calm the animals down, trying to outrun them. You have Butterbell in your charge. Mm -hmm. It's completely up to you whether you're leading her around by your leash and you guys are just walking along or or stuff like that. So you can set this up however you want. I still would like us to handle this all in three rounds. So even if you go the combat route, we're only going to do three rounds of it. Rather not go combat out. What are Wolves we are part of this forest. doing? Are we just going back to the village? Like, we're keeping an eye out for undead while still being We're still back. doing the retreat? Yeah, yeah but oh. you're doing like a slow retreat. Like right. you're monitoring the undead. And the thing is like if the whole army is able to pick off all the undead before you reach the village, so much the better. Mm-hmm. So you're not all just like flat out going home. You're maintaining a scouting buffer between the civilians and the village like because right. the civilians are heading back. So we're just dealing with the local wildlife. At, at this point in time, you know, you're traveling through the forest to do your job of looking for undead and harrying them. And at a bunch of upset wolves who normally wouldn't just randomly attack, but right. are upset right. by the current situation. I have an idea. Come on. Is it, I was trying to think, I don't know how much of like a sense of duty we have to like nature or whatever. But anything we can do to get them not to attack us, but just to go attack undead. I mean, I, I like also bones. don't want to direct them to attack undead. That's really not the wolf's job. <laughs> no, I mean, if they're going to attack somebody. If they're going to attack somebody, yes. Yeah. Give them some nice bones to gnaw on. No, Trick will need to find a way to use Verse to throw a giant hock of ham their way. An illusion on the wolves. Them? I don't know if you... Is this not something I can do because I don't I speak don't, their language? I don't think you can... Do that because I because they don't understand language, and I think that's okay. an inherent part of how verse works. Okay. I like the idea. Then I would like to use survival to actually 
hunt a turkey to offer. That's like, I don't have time to do that because the wolves are right here, I understand. We aren't entering minute-by-minute minute combat if you don't want to enter minute-by-minute minute combat. We're, we can operate in narrative time. So if this is a matter of you sacrificing your current rations and then you will need to go hunt to make sure there's food. Okay, that's like, a reasonable way to put it. You already have this thing of meat, but you have to convince them to take it. I think that makes sense. And also, Trick goes to pull out the meat and and Mate is... No! <laughs> Mate does not want you giving no. the tasty snacks to other animals. Calm down. So are you getting a black dye from the interference? If you want to. It's two purples and a red. That's kind yeah, of like the that default is standard difficulty in the battle for Esprin. In the battle for Wesnoth. This is a success. Uh, there is a despair. Okay. There are two successes. I'm going to use that despair to clear out this threat pool. It's good use for it. So you're using meat to try to like kind of coax them to like hear something. Seat to, them, distract them. To calm you down. Yep. Um, have a, do you have any ideas on how any of your skills can help the current situation? Well, if you're trying to calm them down, then all my ideas are about scaring them away. What were your ideas regarding scaring them away? Um, like ice blizzards or something. That's just like unnatural and like, just weird. It's environmentally uncomfortable to be here. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not that I was trying to injure them, but like, yeah, there's something weird going on with the weather or something like that. I mean, that. you could just deduce like a cold wind. It doesn't have to be directly scary. I guess I could do something more like, utility yeah. with it. So yeah, so maybe like it's a cold wind that's just kind of like hurting them a little bit so it doesn't seem like they're under attack. Mm-hmm. They're just kind of like, this is weird. Kind of yeah. like urges them to a different okay. place, but oh, that's, that's not good. dangerous. Are you framing this as cold related because you're going to use the ice shard? Yeah. So, I guess utility would be just something that's like a little bit of rain or yeah, mist or something that's just not, I don't know enough about wolves to know what might be a thing that's kind of like. If you succeed, you have chosen the appropriate thing. Okay. I'm like a, dis- a deterrent, but not annoyance, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't make them want to get mad at us. So you'll roll your rune skill. It will cost you two strain. The difficulty is going to be based on the same thing as these challenges. So it's going to be two purples and a red. Okay. So I failed with a triumph and two advantages. So maybe I just don't get the rune to do the right thing because it's the ice shard. I'm using the ice shard rune and I apparently miscalculated or I picked the wrong thing and they don't care. I think that's more likely the case. You're trying to make some environmental thing that will like drive them away. And they don't care because they've got rations. Yeah. And so they're... They're like, the wind's cold, but we're eating. It's a little pleasant, you know? It's so hot out and there's a nice refreshing breeze. So it doesn't, it doesn't work towards persuading them onwards. Right. How you choose to spend the triumph and the two advantages might depend very much. On what despair he rolled? Yes. <laughs> so your despair, however has revealed that there is one wolf who has no interest in the food because this wolf is undead. So right now, those other wolves are having the snack, but the undead wolf that you now realize is amongst them is instead charging at you. Well, that's fair. That's a good reason not to kill wolves. That's a very good point. (laughs) I didn't realize. Like, I hope there's not squirrels or whatever caught in the blast. So you have a triumph. Uh Uh-huh. And you have advantages. We can roll initiative and go to combat. Or if you want to, like, spend your triumph to be, like, you guys get the jump on him. And you, you can go first automatically. That's a legitimate use of the triumph. That's, that's fine with me. Um, and then your advantages can give you blue die on your first 
Yeah, that sounds good. I mean, I don't know that much about battling wolves. The other thing would be an upgrade on the first thing. Going first is probably advantageous. Yeah, I mean, we were looking at them pretty closely. Narratively, it makes a little bit more sense that we were just kind of like watching the group, so we probably realized it more quickly. Maybe that's what I... I managed to realize that one of them wasn't reacting to the wind in a very natural manner. One that feels no cold. (laughs) So you do need to make fear checks, though? Even though it's technically a shambling corpse. Oh, okay. Trick doesn't have to make it, because... You had the triumph on the Shambling Corpse fear check, and this falls into the same category. Okay. It will be tougher to deal with than those Shambling Corpses, but That's fair. I grant you that your triumph had that ability. But I'm like, what? You can turn wolves too? Yeah. So what is the difficulty? I mean, Catchin only said you cannot turn wolves. I mean, Catchin and Trick talked about, like, yeah. it has a soul, like, hmm. But I never heard anything about this, because Catchin hasn't woken up yet. That's true. All dogs go to heaven. I feel like I talked to somebody about something like this, but still, um, it's interesting. You did talk to Katchen. Oh, yeah. And you guys had a discussion related to, like, well, I guess elves have souls, because elves can turn on dead. Right, right, right. Well, we'll see what I roll, so it may be... It's a... only going to be two purples. Okay. The oldest shambling corpse things. That is the difficulty I set for their terrifying level. A success and an advantage. So, maybe it's just a little bit more interesting than scary, because I'm like, oh... It's, it's academic. A, yeah. It's not a <laughs> person. No. But maybe, so maybe I can take that to heal the strain. You or can heal a strain the... with that advantage, yeah. What would you like to do regarding this shambling corpse of a wolf? Well, are we're, we're not on horseback, or I'm going to have to get off horseback. So before. I think... Oh, we saw it coming, so I'm not going to put Butterbell in this situation. She's not going to handle that. Yeah, like, when you guys saw that you had to deal with wolves, at that point... Probably you were on foot just leading Butterbell. Right. So Butterbell is not in immediate danger here. Right. I feel like killing an undead is better than not, but how close is this wolf to the other wolves? This wolf is short range from you. It is not engaged with the other wolves because kind of one of the things that made it stand apart was those other wolves like lunged after the food that Trick flung out. Right. This wolf did not. So they were only attacking us because this wolf was leading them. You don't know the relationship between all of But, like, the undead wolf has no interest in that meat. Yeah, mostly I just wanted to know if I was going to involve the other wolves in the battle. At this if I point, shoot him with an ice. He is far enough away from those other wolves because of how Trick did his stuff. So you want to send an ice shard his way or something? I think I'll do the spell one, though. Okay. The attack. If you manage to activate the entangle part, which is the ice thing, oh, yeah, yeah. then maybe, you know, that will free you guys up to just leave. Yeah. I mean, I just hate to leave an undead. Yeah, the... we should probably take care of this. Okay. All right. So I'm doing runes, and then the difficulty is short range, and there's nothing extra for... He is not adversary. So, so one purple. Okay. No defense. He does not have defense. Oh, I got a triumph. But did I succeed? Yes, I did. I succeeded all over the place. But one advantage, so it doesn't trigger anything. I mean, you could use the triumph to trigger that, but true. how so, much damage do you do, first of all? So I did four eight, because the base is four, and then I did four successes. Okay. Well, that's enough to take out this guy. Okay. So you do enough damage that the corpse wolf collapses. It does not turn into dust and fall all apart the way that the corpses that you guys fought in the swamp did. Right. Right, because you have to kill it twice. So if you want to use your triumph 
to figure out what's a way to destroy them, the body completely. Yeah. Yeah. You can use it for gain of knowledge that way. Yeah, it'd be like a sort of like a flash of insight, like, yeah. oh, I bet we could do this. So you're thinking complete obliteration is required. Okay. So sounds like we need to start fire. A little bit of ice and fire today. Fire would be a way to deal with it, certainly, if that's what you want to do, Trick. I feel like that's, I mean, that'd that be would, another that'd survival be, check. That's a survival check, If you're yeah. okay with me doing another of the same check. Yeah, so then, then I can say I think we need to obliterate it. Unless you want me to use skullduggery and I find a large, the boulder's too heavy, but... A log or a, a branch? A big log to crush, pulverize it. Could be a branch and a tree nearby that you yeah. can shake down. So that would be using a different skill to do this. I don't really see how it's skullduggery. I keep trying to think I'm setting up some wacky trap to make this happen. Uh, that's mechanics. not really happening. What if I freeze the body with the... And then we could just shatter it. You have just cast a freezing ice thing at it. Trick has to do something before you do something again. I mean, I guess Brawl is the smashing tool that I have. Yeah, it's just... Narratively, that doesn't make any sense. Okay. Unless it's I, I like the idea of... Finding something to like fall and make it crush it. Hepa has made it brittle, and you're going to do something to smash it. Yes. To break all of its bones so that it can't do stuff anymore. I know I said I would prefer for you guys to use different skills, but I think survival is the appropriate skill here. It is okay. the wildlife trap skill. Skill duggery is not. All right. So I will accept it. Can I we help you? Will, however, use a story point to make your life more difficult. How difficult? This is the standard. It's two purples and a red by default, and now it is another red. Mate is not going to be able to help you knock over heavy things. No, I don't think so. You had no advantages, correct? I had one advantage. I could pass it forward instead of using it to heal strength. It's up to you. I don't wish to deprive you of your very necessary resource. It's only one strain. And you have not second-winded yet? No, I haven't yet. Go, go ahead and use it. That is <laughs> extreme negative. I have one advantage. A log is not going to cut it. Yeah, but you also, you don't crit yourself this time. No, not this time. Uh, I can pay a blue bat forward. You try it, you know, you rig it up, you drop the log on it, but it's not enough to do enough damage. So we are now into the third round, so our final round of dealing with the wolf situation. I can try to augment whatever you do, Rappa. Ooh. That's a productive thing. We've established we have a frozen core. Can you medically dissect it? Actually disjointing all the bones and scattering them? Yeah. <laughs> we could take it to the village for study, but I was already instructed not to bring undead into the village. Right, your father specifically said. Or if you wanted to melee it with your sword, would be the other option. Whatever you want to do, I can boost you, but I don't really have tools to tackle it myself. Yeah, so I could use my sword. My melee is like a yellow and a green, but if we were going to do something medicine, then I'm looking at yellow and three green. You're allowed to choose the medicine option. It's up to you. What would HEPA... How does she handle the situation? You're talking with each other. Trick suggests maybe dismantling it. Yeah. yeah. Like, you have some sharp knives. So then the medical thing would be just whether or not I could figure out a way that would dismantle it enough that we could... Yeah. And if I could separate all the bones, then... Yeah, we think if we dismantle it enough that it cannot come back together. That it's too strong for the gravitational necromantic magic to keep those bones going. Yeah, or we just break... Bones strategically, oh, even. It wouldn't even have to be all of them so that yeah. they don't have to... That's a good idea. Like, just the ones that, like, who cares if it's just a head rolling around or whatever. So that would be, how about applying her medical knowledge so that you don't spend all day smashing 
bones, right? You, right. You make the few strategic smashes you need to. Okay. So you're going to augment her. Yes. So you know how to do the setup. I know you sometimes don't like to say that you, you're you specifically a shaman or a doctor, but you're really good at this. I don't know if you <laughs> realize. You're a way to use medicine. Yeah. Yeah. You're versifying? Yeah. Okay. Look, normally you put things back together, just work in reverse. How horrible could it have been? I need you to be doing something juggling-ish. Juggling, like, that's right. You you have to have your instrument, oh, which no, is no, no, no. hand. His instrument is going to be like whatever leftover bones that the wolves have not finished that are like from some small woodland animal that he's snapping. Okay. Well, chicken One. bones from... Apply a little pressure in the right place. Because after all, when he like, puts a bone up to share with you, when you make a wish. Snap. <laughs> it doesn't seem like so much pressure. All right, I am upgrading. There's still an undead staff right here, and who knows what could happen. One success and one advantage. So you get plus your characteristic. And there was an advantage here, so... I cannot recover the strain. I can pay for it, would I? So what's the difficulty on The this? difficulty is two purples and a red. If you want more yellow dice, there are two story points. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's use one. Oh, two oh, triumphs. Oh, snap. Um, Wait, is it success though? Okay, so it's a threat with four successes and two triumphs. Oh, a magical threat. No, it's a medicine threat. It's yeah. a medicine threat. Never mind. It's a strain. That's good. I mean, it is kind of creepy to be dissecting an undead wolf. Well, or it's incredibly fascinating. That story point worked out. Yeah, okay, so this overall situation for this particular sub-encounter is four successes versus two failures. So not your best showing, but you do have two triumphs there. Maybe I can learn something about undead. So it may have been in jest, but the previous session, Hepa did make a comment about undead cleanup being a, a potential career in existence, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not. I'm not saying, like, you should drop everything and go run off and be an undead vacuum cleaner. However, I think what you're learning here is an approach to rendering something unraisable. So we can certainly consume one of your triumphs okay. to say you have learned something valuable here. You are the bone dowser. Except instead of looking for concentrations of it, she's wanting to disperse it. You have been told or you have heard, it has at least been discussed in the past, That when things, well, you were talking about people at the time, but when they they die in a state of trauma, they are left open towards raising. Right. At least as far as this corpse thing goes, it seems like having a physical corpse is a problem in terms of being available to be raised. But you also, since you're like dissecting it and looking at it closely, there are aspects of this that seem similar to disease to you. Okay. Oh, because I froze it, so it's pretty well preserved, too. Yeah. So what you are learning here is, as far as the walking corpses go, they essentially have something transmittable. Okay. If you are killed by a walking corpse, you can be infected, essentially. Okay. In such a way that you transition to a walking corpse yourself. Right. You don't think that's something that a skeleton would be able to transmit, but the corpses that they still have flesh about them, and there's some aspect of this that is, you know, it's probably not actually, like, parasitic disease. You know, it's magical disease. Um, right. But it functions similarly to a plague. It can be caught. Okay. And so this, this ties into the issue of if you are fighting undead and you fall in that battle, 
if it's one of these walking corpses that kills you, you could become one of the other side. Right. Interesting. So theoretically, you can't heal somebody who's dead, but you might be able to cure disease or something. So, so you, they don't just get ro- risen. Right. You might be able to like magically remove the condition. Right. So yes, they're still dead, but at least they won't fight us. Or if you are not in a position to magically cure them, you could hack them into pieces and separate those pieces. Right. You know, it's certainly would be disturbing to do that, but what you're seeing here is if you have no legs, if the joints are not connected, can't yeah. go anywhere. So as horrible as it might sound to hack to pieces your friend who just died, it's a valid approach. Okay, so that may be something I later on I can do a little bit of research and maybe figure out some way to make potions that will like fortify you against being raised if you're killed. It doesn't stop you from dying, but it stops you from coming back. Yeah. That's... From at least the shambling corpses, because I don't yeah. know. Oh, I can't talk to Captain. He doesn't know anything about necromancy. I'll talk to Daddy. Yeah, so I think that's what your two chimes buy you. They buy you understanding of the plague-like nature of the walking corpses, and they also grant you these plans for potential ways to deal with them. Okay, that's great. I could start making up, like, writing a journal about becoming the necromancy expert somehow. Bone breaker? (laughs) What could go wrong? Okay, so you guys, you came out at a 2 to 1 ratio here. Huzzah. So this is not going to change the dice pool terribly much. Okay. I think all it's going to end up doing is adding a boost to your side. So at this point, your side has one boost for having the staff, one for ponies, one for not being worried about civilians, and one for having some like improved confidence of how to treat an ongoing issue. Yep. The other side is still at two reds and a black. And I'm going to spend a story point to add a purple to their mix. Do we have one yellow or two yellows? You have one yellow okay. for Baywind's leadership. Nothing super fabulous has happened yep. to, to nominate an additional leader. Do we have a story point to upgrade? Or do we do. Would you I like to spend it? I mean, we might as well. Yeah, that's a good idea. Four successes and one advantage. Yay. That defense in depth. Turns out it's more of an elvish thing. We're on home court. It's just too. horizontal defense. As opposed to building a big wall. Bunch of little ones. Well, just had a wide space. Okay. So you have been dealing with this stuff on day six in the morning. You're in the process of moving back closer and closer to your village. And at this point, you smell smoke. Give me lots of things. There is a fire issue in your forest. That's actual forest fire. Yeah. Oh, why did I curse earlier? So... You smell smoke, you know, you move to investigate, you see through the trees. There are skeletons that are carrying torches. They... Where did they get torches from? Where did they come from? <laughs> They're the enemy that has been moving forwards. <laughs> yeah, they're constantly advancing. Yeah, they're coming up from the south. You guys are moving slowly back towards your village, and you're carrying them and stuff, but there, they are still some coming, and they have recovered fire from an abandoned elvish home. Master fire, oh no. Um, And they're setting trees ablaze. So there is fire to deal with. There are skeletons to deal with. And it it is the afternoon of the sixth day. And you are close enough to your village now that a story point or a triumph can... Bring Ketchin onto the scene. Can bring Ketchin onto the scene. Is it just the two of us? Or is this the Elvish army? Right now, there is the two of you. But you can use a social action of some sort. Or... 
dispatcher bird, you can you can do something to alert more forces. I will say you're the one who have the information that skeletons are actively setting fire, as opposed to something set off a fire. Okay. We're in squishy narrative time here, so alerting other people is a legitimate approach to stuff. It could end up being a leadership check to like order people to do things. So there's a fire, skeletons are setting it. What sorts of things do you wish to do? We gotta get those fires out. I mean, I hate to be the one shot, everything's ice, but I have You're really good at it, though. An attack action is not going to solve this, though. You would need to do something to, like, a wide area. Like an ice coating or something? I don't know if that would generate enough water. I don't know what happens. You know, freezing rainstorm? Yeah, maybe not too windy. Or I could try to use brambles to basically new growth that doesn't burn as easily. So that would be... We've had you do heal. Yeah. Um, so one approach would be a heal approach where you like make it fresh growth so it doesn't catch. Another approach would be if you wanted to do the barrier type thing, like with your, your ice, your runes can do barrier, and that would essentially be like putting a protective coating on the plants. Right. So that would be another magical approach. If you want to do a rainstorm type thing, you would have to do that with primal, mm-hmm. not with runes. Because that would be a conjure, in my right. opinion. Okay, yeah. I, I'm much better at runes, so I might as well stick with that. And I like them. Primal's okay, but oh, I like You like them. the pretty shinies? Yeah, yeah. I could do barrier. I guess ice would do it. Its narrative flavor is ice. So cold rain also is a legitimate way to describe things. If you have sheets of water running on something, like that's a protective barrier... Yeah, over enough area to kind of at least supplement it. I doubt that I could put it out myself, but supplement whatever the shamans are doing. Shamans are not going to be doing stuff unless somebody is getting help. I wanted to send mate to raise the fire alarm, because I figured I could tell him to just shout fire and try to bring people back here. Okay. Can I make a little suggestion? Yes. He could also carry a little flaming stick with him. Sure. Unless you're afraid he'll drop it. No, I don't. He knows how to grab things. I mean, that's easier for him than than words are. I figured one word was easy enough, but that's true. It's a new word. You can. I don't know. Hear me curse forest fire earlier. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, mate flies around swearing. Forest, what is a swearing bird? Forest no, fire. Forest fire. Him carrying it with the little twig that's lit up is also good. So, so people know. Oh, there's an actual forest yes. fire. Yes. So Trick will send mate with that information. His intention then was also to just harry some of these skeletons to distract them from some okay. further fire. This will cost you two strain. That's fair. Because essentially you're doing something to harry the skeletons. That's your maneuver and your action. So sending mate also to do something is another maneuver. That's fine. So that's what you're doing. Hep is magically doing stuff to slow the spread of the fire. Yeah. One of you needs to roll before the other, though. Well, then maybe I'd go first since I'm doing sure. a big effect thing and yeah, see if I think that, that does changes anything in the story. Yeah. So what is the difficulty? Is this just like base of what I'm trying to do or so based on area? You, you wanted to cover a larger area, Yeah. but you are not up close to it. So I think we're looking at three purples here. To cast at a distance yeah. increases the difficulty. And essentially, we're saying you're targeting multiple things. Okay. So I believe that puts us at adding two dice of difficulty. Yep. Okay. And I am upgrading it. It is red, purple, purple. 
How many story points we got? Two. Yeah, I'm going to take one to try to stop our forest from burning. Three advantages and a failing despair. Did I just break my favorite rune? Oh, yeah, that's a good thing. Mm. I was using it so much. Ooh, despair. You don't break the rune, you break you. Okay. There is option for despair. His character overexerts himself and loses their magical connection and is unable to cast spells for the rest of the encounter or scene. How we're going to say this is... um. You have overextended yourself. Right. It might be that you were trying to do something too large and too far away. Right. And so you kind of feel like a shatter in your, like, sense of the runes. Right. So Hepa might at first think you broke the rune because it's kind of like you can't sense it anymore. Right. Whereas normally when you, like, pay attention to one of them, you're like, okay, yeah, this is a rune. And, like, now it's like I don't feel it anymore. Right. Well, I can tell something went bad. Yeah. You cannot access the runes anymore. But, I mean, it could be just, like, decision fatigue where you just can't anymore. You're like, I just cannot do this thing again. I need a break. So, that is what is going on with your despair. You had three advantages? Yeah. Um, I I could pass them forward. Yeah. I'm just trying to think, like, how we can explain what is advantageous here. So, I'm open to your suggestions for how... I mean, we've definitely got the skeleton's attention. So it wasn't really effective at putting okay. out fire. But it is a little slippy. It is, a, it is effective at drawing the skeleton's attention from setting Set. fires yeah. to dealing with you guys. And that is advantageous to what Trick wanted to do. Okay. Sounds good. So Trick specifically gets a blue die and next ally gets a blue die. Okay. Uh, so I can't cast for the rest of the encounter or the rest of the session? You cannot count, cast for the rest of the encounter. Okay. Anything what? or just runes? She can't cast anything. Okay. I mean, that seems more fair since yeah. the runes are kind of bonus. What are you doing? Just... Trick is literally, like, peppering them with arrows. He knows it's not going to do much right, damage. but it's still going to... It will get their attention, though. Okay. Yes, because I don't think Trick's trying to shoot the torch. It's not actually going to make it just pick it back up. And I don't think he's good enough to snuff out a torch. We'll see if he gets a triumph. Okay. That is a failure with four advantages. So this this scene has started with two failures. Maybe they'll burn, too. Don't think they're that dumb. <laughs> we could call Ketchin in. You have one story for I don't know what he does, but that would be interesting. I think we should do that. Do it. We're flubbing this. Do it. We were so awesome, but now we're tired. <laughs> I just want to say, the whole point of having you guys summon the NPCs is so that you decide when they come in and when, when they help, so yes. that it's not just me being like, now my NPC will save the day. Yeah. Well, we also used all these triumphs to wake him up. That's true. Might as well use it. Okay. So, Mate was sent to get help. Yes. And you guys have been trying things. These skeletons are still setting fires. It's a problem. Other elves are, like, coming to this location to deal with it. How many advantages were there? Four. Do you wish to pass advantages to the... Oh, to catch it. To, to catch the it. mysterious... Yes, I'll specifically pass one to catch it and... To the next ally? And one to the next ally. All right, so that's two blue I mean, this might bridge some stuff if he can help us here. Yeah. Even though he's the wronged person in this whole village. Suppose I have a bird. And he can probably sense the staff. All right. I'm not giving that back. Well, it's not his. It's mine now. Oh, no. She's had it for a day. <laughs> you left it. Catch it, I thought you had intelligence. Oh, no. We're screwed. He's not doing something that requires intelligence. All right, you passed him two blue dice. That is correct. He gets another blue die. 
for having the right tool for the job. And he gets another blue die that he just always gets for this purpose. You want to upgrade this? I'm going to upgrade the difficulty of what he's doing. Okay, I'm going to roll the dice and see what the results are, and then I will tell you what is happening. All right, that's good. Okay, that's fair. So one success and five advantages. So hopefully some of those advantages will go towards this not looking as creepy. No one else is around. But if you're oh, paying attention. Okay, so they're worried about fire. Some of those advantages could go towards other elves not seeing what happens. I mean, that's good for catching. Yeah. Is he doing necromancy? Because I don't know how Hepa's going to, like, He like, doesn't do mind. necromancy. Okay, oh. so metagame-wise, he is rolling a leadership check. Yeah. Okay. So he's not casting magic. So, Kachin, let's see. What, what okay. kind of this will you guys notice first? I'll just have to figure out what Hepa thinks is going on, because she knows he doesn't do ne- okay. necromancy. So, I'm not exactly sure where your point of views are on this, but from Kachin's perspective... Cashin was woken. He can tell something is going on. Nasir, like, informs him, like, the village is under attack, essentially. This bird flies by, setting the forest on fire. (laughs) (laughs) So, Cashin has had enough time to locate where the problem is. This is the first time Cashin has seen any undead. So he's finally managed to spot some. Cashin has in his possession right now the staff from the Falfen. Which one's that? So the one that he had that he, we It's split? the one that he brought to Thrandalo. So the one that when you guys left was in Thrandalo's possession. So clearly Kachin has been to see Thrandalo. Yeah. So Kachin has that staff. Its skull is mounted back on it, and Kachin thumps it into the ground and a green light comes from what? it. That's the wrong color. Wait. Okay, so the rune doesn't do anything of that. You don't necessarily know what's going on yet. Okay, but I know I have the rune that was in there. You do have the rune yeah, that was yeah. in there. So he thumps the staff on the ground, and a green light comes out from it. But it's not magic. <laughs> what he's doing, this is part of his presentation. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because he's making a leadership check. He's issuing an order to them. Right. So he thumps the staff down, and he says, stop. But he says it. You were like, oh, does Kachin have presence? Kachin does have presence when he wants to project it. And also, like, he's not saying tons of words here, but, like, he says that and his voice carries. And it's all, it's not like the, it takes effort for me to talk to you voice. He's been off Dapper Incap for quite a while. Um, he looks taller. <laughs> <laughs> he has, like, an air of command about him. So he issues that order. He's succeeded on his role. The skeletons who are all like, I'm sitting fire here, I'm sitting fire here. The skeletons all stop and turn and face him. We didn't know that you could just tell them things. <laughs> no, we didn't try. So we just told them, look, you're infringing on Elvish rights. They'd understand. I don't have presence, but you probably could tell them what to do. I think I figured out what the head does. I feel like we might need a cool check or something that's unexpected. All right. So... I'll leave it to you guys to decide how you perceive this in terms of, oh, there's a green light and you turn and you see Kachin's there or you see him step out and do it. Like the timing of these things, when you hear, when you see, that's all up to you guys. If you want to make cool checks as is your launch trick to be like, oh, this is totally normal. Go ahead and roll that. I mean, I don't feel like Hepa feels the need to hide what her reaction is. She is so curious. I think success with some advantages. You're going to heal strain? Yeah, like, okay, like, oh, Kachin knows some different magic, is, like, the interpretation. 
Because Trick is also of the opinion, like, he's not a necromancer. Like, he's got some commanding or, like, probably he doesn't interpret it as a social thing. This looks like a ability to literally stop a creature. Like, okay. literally hold it in place. It looks like a hold, hold on dead spell. Yeah, well, it's, okay, this is just brambles, but it's green light instead of green okay. vines. What does that stop do? I think it helps catch and do its thing. Um, that's what happens, just like, yeah. what? So, Heba, if you also want to roll a cool check, you can. At two purples. I mean, I don't know that she feels the need to be composed unless it's like... I mean, I'm happy to roll. I just didn't okay. want to do something that was seen by the character for... Like, Heppa has no need to save face. She, like, in my mind, I think she's very curious. But if there's something that's like... I, she could react unfavorably or whatever, I'm happy to make a roll. But I don't think I, she... I think if you don't want to, then you shouldn't. Yeah. Trick is the kind of person who likes to make sure he's projecting the right image all the time. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, I don't think Heppa so. would care... Okay, then if just react however you want. She could stand there with her mouth open. Is she speechless about this because it's caption? A little bit. Yeah, so then her reaction will probably mostly be like... <laughs> That's true, because from your perspective, like, it's going to still take another, like, day or two for your stuff to boil down. Yeah, right? It's surprising. Aside from what he just did, it's surprising that he's up. So the guy that was in a coma and generally doesn't show, like, he seems like he's mostly hiding now is suddenly coming in, forcefully putting a staff down. Looks like he's got strength and presence and stuff and also green light from the staff. Like there's so much going on that she's like, what is happening? <laughs> okay. What does the staff do? What does the head do? What is, how did he get out of the coma? Well, that's going to be a long conversation later. What was the Dapper Ink Cap doing? <laughs> is this like all the things bouncing around in Hepa's head that are kind of leaving her speechless? I think she might actually say, What? But in her head, she's, like, going through all of the different, like, it's it's actually just all the different things that are, like, all the different questions that are now, okay. have come up. Because there's so many things that I can think of that, like, this implies. Okay. And if he's off the dapper ink cap as far as she knows. What? All right. So, that was the first round yep. of dealing with them. Katchen had sufficient advantages <laughs> Just like he was using advantages in the swamp for you guys not to see magical things he was doing. In this case, he's using them for the other elves right. to not be aware of what he did and that he's here. But these skeletons have all stopped and are all looking this way. And it is now a second round of doing stuff pertaining to dealing with this problem. We still haven't dealt with the fire that's currently active. There is still fire going. That... Yeah, you haven't been able to abate. Which I feel like is the, the first problem. So I feel like battling a forest fire is survival, controlling the flame. I think that's a skill that can be used for that yeah. purpose. That's more like mitigating the damage at this point, as opposed to directly putting the fire out. Right, but you still have open to you social things to do. Like, oh. other elves are on hand. Like right. so. Sorry, I keep forgetting that we're not the only ones here. Yeah, and also, like, it's anything that contributes to the effort. Right, right. Okay, if Ketchin is up, then the seer is no longer busy. Get the water dowsers. Yes, Trick will get dead. Okay. We need as much water as we can find in the shortest amount of time as possible. You're the finest dowser in this entire forest. And the next. Okay. I'm trying to think what sort of role situation. Are you using your turn to essentially... Get Nasir, and you want Nasir to make a roll? Or shall we say you're making a survival check aided by Nasir? Oh, that would be a good way to do it, yes. 
because you have brought Nasir in with the water dowsing. Because the fact of the matter is, Nasir is actually not that far behind Kacha. No. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if he was following him and be like, now my boy, I said you need some rest. <laughs> you look pretty healthy, bud. Nasir told Hepa that he would keep an eye on catching and stuff. When it reached like the level that it could be administered, he administered it. Yeah, he's he's keeping an eye on Kachin, even though Kachin is up and doing things now. Yeah. Because, I mean, I pretty much left him. I was like, I don't know what psychological state he's going to be in either. Yeah. So, I guess, Trick, you notice that your father is nearby. Yes. And you can make a combined check with him. Yeah. Dad, it's time. Let's get that water. <laughs> Fully embrace my water dowsingness. He's got, like, four ranks, five ranks? He has four ranks of survival. Yes. So we're using his so, ranks and, you and are, my cunning. Yes. So my three cunning, his four ranks. Mm-hmm. That is one success. Good way to start the round. Yep. What you got? A lot of questions. So many questions is what I've got. So Later for questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Time for action. Did you put the fire out? or? We're making progress. They're making progress. Okay, I've burned out my magic for now, so... Oh, that's right. I can't do any more of that, but... You could ride to fetch water more quickly. Could I figure out something alchemical to help? Oh. Yeah. As opposed to, like, the like baking soda sort of thing? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. You can make an alchemy check. Yeah. Is that more difficult without my kit, or is it... It's one like... more purple. Okay. So you are rolling at three purples and a red. There is still a story point. Yeah, I'm going to need that with against... Boom. Do it. The threat capacity here it could take me out. Second wind. Time to put some of this alchemy to practice. I've been relying too much on magic. I'm not a sorceress or a shaman. <laughs> I have other skills. Things to learn. Three successes and four threats. Oh my goodness. Four threats on an alchemy thing? Did I burn out my alchemy too? I can't think anymore. Could hurt yourself with, a, with something. I think I'm going to give you a crit. Okay. It could be like burns on the hands or like right. whatever, but um, let's roll a crit for you as you damage yourself. Four? <laughs> Minor nick. Suffer one strain. And it's an easy, it's a crit though. I broke it's a nail. nail. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, it's a level one crit. Well, I mean, suffering a strain, that is dangerous to you right now. Seven of 12 isn't the worst thing, but so I have a crit though. Yep, a level one crit. So maybe it's like one of those things that I actually hurt myself in a place that's very inconvenient, like you get the web of your hand, or you know what I mean, like you keep hurting yourself with it. Or like it's just on your like finger pad, and it's... Ah. Ah. It makes it harder just to do stuff. Yep. Okay. They're short range away. What's going oh. on? Kachin is gets to act because you brought him in. Yep. Hope he doesn't leave again right after this. So many questions. I mean, I would understand if he's a little offended <laughs> that we put him in a coma. Well, just that. He is going to add impact to his attack. And he is doing this with the staff. Kachin! <laughs> That's right, we succeeded on this round, so... So, Kachin has failed with four advantages. He continues to stay on the down low. So... It is clear he is trying to cast something. He waves the staff around, and there is kind of like a ripple, like, you know, when you look over hot pavement and you you see, like, the Schlieren type effect. So there is that, but it doesn't, like, go far enough, essentially. Mm -hmm. He has four advantages, though. I think he'll give each of you a blue die next round. And he did that as an attack, and he is using his maneuver as a concentration. 
what he did last round, it was a leadership check, but Kachin has a unique ability as an NPC for what it was that he did last round, and his concentration is maintaining that. And so he tries to cast, but yeah, he's been unconscious for days. In and, a coma. Yeah. This is like a soap opera. <laughs> but in a coma all day. I have amnesia. Turns out this is Catch's twin brother. Just, <laughs> no. um, so he tries to cast and it like kind of fizzles out and he's concentrating on maintaining what he did before. And so what he says to you two is, I can hold them steady for you to destroy them. You're right. You know, like... I was practicing on a wolf. <laughs> there is that. So Kachin has failed this round, but you guys both succeeded. Which means, moving into round three here, you have exactly as many successes as failures. Nasir does yeah. not act as yeah. well. Nasir yes, helped you. That's more than enough, frankly. That got us a success. Uh, I guess I brawl to rip these things apart. Is the Revenant among this crew? I wasn't picturing that. Do you okay. want the Revenant to be here? Not particularly, because I am unable to affect him in any meaningful way. That'll be a payback that Trick has to deal with later. Okay. Do you want the purple stuff? No! <laughs> um, Maybe. You, you can certainly like go up to the skeletons and punch them. The purple staff might actually be a good idea. That that was the most effective thing this entire time. Is that what Trick would think to do? He did try it. Honestly, a lot of the other tools they've been using have not been working out well. These are undead. This is why we got this staff. So we can learn how to okay. defend ourselves. He's, I would say, uncomfortable with it, but... But it seems like it could take out the most skeletons at once. Yes. Is the idea. Because you know that you have punched these types of skeletons before, and these ones are relatively brittle. But that is true. if Regular your goal skeleton. is to take out as many as possible, yes, an area effect is far better. As long as he catches not in the... That's true. He... How close is Kachin? He's so actually short range, isn't he? You guys are all short range from the skeletons. Ah, I get on the other side of the skeletons. So you have to get it from me, because I have it. Except using the staff that way as a maneuver. Well, then don't move over to the other side. Is catching not being in the range like so important? Yes. You're weighing this balance of stuff. Do you think that you elves and humans here cannot handle... Like, given that he just got up from a coma. Okay, I see I... your point. Okay, so maybe I don't. So you go in all fisticuffs instead? I think fisticuffs. I'll say trick probably, like, uh, give me the staff out, and then he realizes, like, oh, this is actually not going to be a good idea. <laughs> so it's more of the staff to to kick yeah so this is a brawl so are you actually taking this staff from hepa or not i was planning to unless you don't want to unless you have if you're not going to use it then i might as well just okay. keep hanging on to it because you don't seem like you did so well last time you had I, it no i did the best i've done <laughs> which is bad but but you're going to go in close i'm, I'm going to because the sword's going to be my best option at this point Okay, if you're actually going in all the way to be punching around and stuff, then yep. just roll the regular melee difficulty. Regular punching? Yes. And I get a blue die from catching. Yep. Three successes and one threat. I will happily take that threat. Okay. It's just a little unnerving to be smashing skeletons while they just stand there and take it. Yes, they do simply stand there and take it. Doesn't seem very sporty. <laughs> They're still like the two purple because, you know, they are holding flaming things. And Yeah. Uh, Hepa, you were going to just wade in with your sword? Yeah. I've blown through too much magic today, so... Seems like the other battle where I've just... I've done too much magic. All right, yeah, so just melee light. Yeah, and it's two purples. Take a blue die. Blue die from Kachin, yeah. Oh, I triumphed. I didn't succeed, but I triumphed. And... 
Two advantages. So Kachin does still have an action this round. He's the linchpin as far as we have more you successes. Have four successes and four failures. So I could just give him the upgrade or whatever. You can give him an upgrade and a blue die. Yeah. I'm not sure how I'm doing that, but... You guys are demonstrating you trust him. Okay. Yeah. We could yell at him, like, can you just pull apart? Can you break the bones? Yeah, I'm like, narratively, I don't know how it works, but I'm happy to pass that to him. The fact that you guys have not responded in any negative fashion to that he can control the skeletons I mean, is a huge, like, morale lifter for him. Jake's <laughs> been waving this purple staff around all over the place. I dissected an intended wolf earlier, yeah. Yeah, but he doesn't know that. The other thing I could do is maybe say what I was trying to do or making obvious what I was trying to do because I didn't hit but I apparently have all this knowledge about making corpses unreasonable maybe that helped or maybe it's just good enough that we didn't kill him when he was unconscious and also we trust him now maybe he's forgiving I hope he's forgiving I feel like he's gotta be because he doesn't have a whole lot of friends we owe him on this one Hmm. the most effective thing he can do is still magic Um, that's okay doesn't gain anything by closing the distance. I think he's not going to try to add any special effects to what he's doing. Okay, but Trick, you moved in to engage with them. Yeah. And so did Hapa. So the attack on them, normally it's one difficulty at short range. It's upgraded because you guys are in the midst. And it has an upgrade from Hepa's Triumph and a blue die from Hepa's Advantages as Kachin feels left. <laughs> I mean, he can feel things right now, so... Yes, it's up good, because Kachin actually has feelings. I am going to spend an evil story point to add a purple die to this roll. Yep. There is a good story point that could be spent on his behalf if the players wanted to. Yep. Mm-hmm. But that means my potion worked. That's true. The one to wake him up? Yes. Yeah. Oh, jeez. What's with him in these six advantages? He's not na- a natural... <laughs> Is that a natural necromancer? I think he is, actually. <laughs> you guys want him to be a natural? Do we have a story point to spend on that or something? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. He's a natural whatever this is. So and something I that am marking sense. two of his skills that he's a natural at. Okay. One of them is Arcana, which is a spell. Yep. So I'm going to re-roll this dice pool. Two advantages. You know, it's just too hard to cast with you guys there. Mm-hmm. Also, When, when people you, are watching. When you just woke up. Yeah, well, one with an audience. That should make it easier. Because you know what? It's not like what we're doing seems that effective either. It's yeah, that's true. <laughs> to be fair, nobody's making a showing here. Okay. It's a so, hard battle. The forest in flames. It's an overall failure for dealing with this particular sub-encounter. But now there is the role for the overall situation. Well, we have no story fights now. Oh, foolish of us! Ketchup convinced us to give him the power. But he's so happy we're just here to supporting him. What is the situation? So, the other side is at two reds. Their forces have not depleted in size. They still have their two leaders. Yep. They get their the black dye added to them because they have no need for supply. They are fully capable of burning everything down behind them. Yep. Uh, they get a black, another black added for damaging your farms. Yep. Your side, you have still on your side, you have the size of your forces and upgraded for Beowin's leadership. You have the blue dice from the ponies and the staff. 
you used to get a blue die for civilians who are no longer in jeopardy, except like the they forest is actually on fire. <laughs> so you lose that. I'm also going to upgrade the enemy side. You have no story points to use. <laughs> okay, but we woke up catching. That's true. And it's not just this roll decides everything. Yeah. We had the other rolls as well. Okay. And we got to see that the staff does a green light. And I'm pretty sure that has to do with the head. The head does something. All right. And my potion worked. We have one failure. That's everything? Yep. Man. Could have been much worse. So the overall result of the entire battle is four successes, four advantages, and one despair. Oh, boy. You have succeeded at the defense of the Esprin Forest. There's no more elven casualties. But somebody is to blame for all of this. And there's a lot of elves who think Kachin is to blame for this. There's other elves who have noted that the purple staff was effective at drawing undead. So maybe those who brought the purple staff in are to blame for this. There's two elves I think Fenowin is to blame for this. <laughs> okay, so ideas being entered. Also that there's Fenowin. There's a lot of blame slinging going on here. But you guys did save your village. Mm-hmm. The council is going to have to sort this all out. So we are going to have a council scene. There is going to be a trial of sorts. There is going to be, um, what's it called? Like a commission set up to... like An inquest? Yes. There's going to be an inquest. So that's what we're going to do next time. And... The way this is going to function is essentially like you guys are going to be all lawyersy. That's not to say you're only going to be making social skills, right? But there's going to be like presentation of evidence. Like, no, what I heard is I'm going to be making knowledge skills and Trick's going to be making social skills. <laughs> you're going to be like the expert witness called. Now, isn't it true, Lady Hepalonia, that you have been seeing increasing numbers of undead over the past season? But here's historically this story, remember? And yeah. Yeah. No further questions. And, and it may be that you enter evidence that, like, anything catching related is, like, Fenowin's fault for, like... Circumstantial. Triggering things beyond yeah. control and stuff like, like that. Her new pollen is experimental. It may be what brought the undead up. We don't so, know. So that's the ramifications here. Yep. Essentially, Catchin's on trial for bringing this problem to your doorstep. And very convenient if you'd roll this despair to uh, enable this. But the good news is that you have a village to have this argument in. You can bring that up as evidence. Then catch in the village might not still be here. And you have a witness that Catchin did stop these. Like, the most aside reliable from you guys, person in yeah. the village. So we're going to end there. And I'm open to kind of like how we handle things next week. If you just want to open like at the trial, and we do flashbacks to I think we should information definitely do that. and discussion. Otherwise, we will never reach the trial. Okay. So you will have your chance to get some information and some background and stuff like that from Kachin. And, you know, if you want to call Kachin to the stand, there's a limit to what he's willing to say to incriminate himself. Uh, but he might be able to tell you some things to defend the situation. I will say, like, that narratively here, your side won the fight. Right? You continued to do stuff over the next day of clearing out undead. Finally and, wore him down. Yes. And you worked with Kachin during this time, and that did involve a certain amount of, I will hold these skeletons still while you do something about them. So 
other details of that, like we can do flashbacks back to other little parts of that combat, but you did work with Cashin for a day of cleaning up undead. Okay. And 15 XP for this. GM Jennifer here. In this arc, we see a few new units from the Battle for Esnoth video game. The Revenant is one of those units. The Wolves, too. In the video game's campaign, Secret of the Ancients, you can raise wolves into walking corpses, so that was what inspired me here. You've been listening to Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for Esnoth video game and played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Jen, and our players were Lex and Daniel. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our character art is by Del Borovic. See her work at DelBorovic.com. Our music is sampled from Return to Westnoth by Matthias Westland, a.k.a. West, licensed under CC by SA 4.0, part of the Battle for Westnoth project. Visit them at westnoth.org. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, the only thing that separates you from knowledge is experience.